<laughs> and we're back. <laughs> I'm good. Welcome. Here we I'm go. Ready. All right. So we discovered the map here. Let me tell you about this trail. So sorry about the technical difficulties <laughs> yeah, there. Jeez Louise. Our guest wasn't prepared for trail forks. <laughs> I apologize. This so this actually isn't trail forks. Uh, <laughs> part of the problem here. Uh, this app is also called Strava. You guys may have heard of that. Runners use it. Uh, swimmers, like you can use it for any kind of. Nope. <laughs> Strava. No. Anyways, Strava. And this is another good one for like communities and stuff. You okay. can like, it's like the Facebook for outdoor activities kind of a thing. As far as mountain biking, running, things like that. Gotcha. Um, and then you can record your runs or your rides, things like that. And so yeah. that's what I did here. So that, that trail is eight miles. You, you gain... Uh, 1,400 feet in probably like four miles. Oh, that and then, rough. And then, yeah, the, the climb is brutal. But then dropping down off the other side of the loop, like yeah. it's crazy. It's so fun and it's just real flowy. Huh. You just like, it's a great place to just open up your bike and see how fast you can go. Yeah. So I think like the fastest I went is not very fast compared to other guys, but I think I got up to like 30 miles an hour That's going down this, <laughs> going down this trail. And it's just like, you know, it's super fun. So it's a cool trail. Freaking dancing with death. What was it called? Sardine. Sardine Canyon? loop. Oh. Yeah. And it's <laughs> sardine canyons close. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's a thing, but yeah, so you go to Snow Basin, and there's a trail there. Yeah. There's tons of trails around there, but that's by far the most popular because you go up, and you're on top of the Wasatch Front at the end of the climb, and you look out, and you can see, like, the whole Ogden Valley. That's cool. And then it goes into the Great Salt Lake, and so if you get there during sunset, it's just yeah. like, you can't beat that view, man. It's amazing. <laughs> it's beautiful. That's awesome. So okay, you so take I- in the view, and then you... Rip it down. Rip it. I want right. to know about your first first outing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Tell us about your first time mountain biking. Like where you went, what yeah. was the difficulty? Yeah. So What did your legs feel like afterwards? So it was that one where I was trying to chase that 55-year-old dude. That was your first that, time out. Yeah, and he whooped me, hmm. just smoked me. And I'm the kind of person that it's like, hey, I want to do this thing. And then I just like jump in head first and just yeah. like, I don't really – look into it as much as I should. <laughs> I like buy it. And then I just like do all the research I can gonna and make it work. Yeah. Going to make it work. Committed now. <laughs> yeah. Here I am. I bought the bike. I just bought this bike and my wife expects me to ride it. Cause I told her it was to get me in shape. That was my excuse. And so, you know, and it worked, it worked, but, uh, yeah, that was my first experience and it was, it That's was, brutal. Uh, yeah, it wasn't discouraging though. Cause the mountain bike community, you'll find that they're most of them are pretty just like, Hey, yeah, if you want to tag along, you can ride with us, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like they're pretty laid back. Everyone's just happy to be outside. Yeah. And so, uh, the guy was real nice. And from there it got better and better. And then you go on a harder trail and then, and then you're like, dang, I suck. It's kind of like a reset. But yeah. You reset reality you just, check. You yeah. just keep going. But, um, that was my first real mountain biking experience. I mean, I've been on like gravel trails and stuff, sure. but this was like actually climbing, figuring out my gears, trying yeah. to learn the technique, and yeah. And, and what and what's like the the post recovery like? Like the, I, I can after only assume, a ride. Yeah, I can only assume your legs are pretty. Oh yeah. Trash. So like, oh, how? Yeah. I guess is there a way that you can, not necessarily prevent it, but like maybe speed up the recovery and be able to get yeah. back out. Oh yeah, 
you definitely like it's the fundamentals of like exercising things like that you gotta stretch before you ride yeah Mm. um and after because it's like a lot of your large muscle groups are at work when you're just pumping away at the pedals climbing it's like you feel it in your thighs and your large muscle groups and so if you don't stretch your toes for several days. And that's what happened after that first ride. I didn't ride for like another week, (laughs) at least on that. Like I got out and rode like a gravel road just to get loose again. But, um, after that, I learned my lesson. I was like, yeah, I gotta, I gotta start stretching. So maybe this is taking us back again, Uh but why mountain biking? Like, I know that you said like, yeah, that's what, that's how I get in the outdoors. But why, why, why was it that? Why, um, what got you into it? What was like the spark? That's like, yep. I'm yeah. gonna buy a bike. Yeah, uh, I watched Red Bull Rampage. Ah, I've seen some of those videos. That's <laughs> wild. <laughs> and anything with Red Bull. And anything. I was like, yeah, I, I want to drop off a 40 foot cliff on a mountain bike. You know, yeah, I'm just kidding. I would never do that. But I was like, oh, that sounds pretty cool. Like that yeah. would be fun. And I had been like hungry to get back in the outdoors and sure. to like find something. Right. And so really, I was just like. I wasn't being picky at all. I was like, I'll take whatever comes, you know, Mm -hmm. and hiking is fine, but I'm not a huge delayed gratification person. So it's (laughs) like, if I can get to the end of the trail faster, then that's great. I know I should enjoy the journey, but, and it's more enjoyable on a mountain bike in my opinion. Yeah. Cause you know, if you find a route, you can jump it or you can try and instead of just (laughs) <laughs> lift your leg higher yeah. yeah it's like i walk every day i can do this anywhere i want but i can't mountain bike anywhere i want to right and so um yeah that's a good question i think it was just like i was hungry to get out and uh. just start something i wanted to challenge too yeah. because i think we just get so caught up in the day-to-day right and this is i think a problem that everyone deals with is you wake up you go to work you come home exhausted you're hanging out with your family, you watch Netflix and you go to bed over and over and over again. And it's like, that was the cycle that I saw myself getting into. And I was like, gosh, dude, I just, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. You know, my, my mental, uh, wellness needs something. It needs a challenge. I need to grow. I need to do something. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was just like, what's a challenge? What's new? What'll get me outside mountain biking. Let's do it. Here we go. Just try it. Yeah. Let's jump in. Yeah. And something cool with the outdoors. I think, yeah, man, I can't think of very many things with the outdoors that doesn't involve some kind of fitness level as well. Right. Some kind oh, yeah. of exercise, yeah. which one fresh air being in the outdoors is great for your mental state. Right. But we've oh, yeah. all learned from a young age that exercise yeah. is good for your mental state. It's good for you yeah. to get the right. blood pumping and the endorphins moving. It's not it's not <laughs> healthy to just sit on the couch all day. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. I can't think of very many things in the outdoors that doesn't require some kind of exercise. Yeah. Like hunting definitely does. Yeah. You oh, yeah. Know? I mean, and, we've talked yeah. about like road hunting. Yeah. Know? Like, so, I mean, there is, but it's just kind of like how, how committed are you to it? Right. It's kind of like right. what you're saying. Like yeah. you can ride on a gravel road, right? Like that oh, yeah. doesn't require tons of physical sure. conditioning. But right. sardine loop sure does. <laughs> sardine loop. You better get ready. Yeah. Sardine canyon. That's right. Sardine. Hey, there is a sardine canyon. We learned. Tom. That's right. But yeah, I agree. So, and it just like you feel fulfilled when you yeah. get done. And it's like after a stressful day of work, going home and watching Netflix, it's like, there's no real, I don't know. I mean, it's like a you're brain still dump. Stressed with, yeah, your brain goes numb, but yeah. then you go to bed and you're still thinking about it, right? Right. After a stressful day at work, you hop on your bike and you just like 
push yourself to the limit, try to get, you know, just lose focus of work and just Mm -hmm. you're on the trail. That's all you're thinking about is just like getting to the next spot, getting over that hill. Yeah. And then you get done after nine miles of just like racing against the sun, trying to get back before dark. And then you do it and you're like, oh man, like I feel so much better. This (laughs) is the best. You know, I I don't know if there's self-fulfillment that comes from comfort. You know, I, I think that That's almost point. anything yeah. that like you feel like, oh yeah, like I get I, you pumped yeah, up. Get I'm, you I'm pumped up. I did something. Yeah. You were uncomfortable at some point. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And you don't you don't feel yeah discomfort when you're on your couch eating popcorn, Amen. watching Netflix, yeah, in your underwear. Right. You know, yeah. I mean, and then, like, and, 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 and it's, yeah. it's like a time and place thing. Like sure. Absolutely. That, like yeah. there's times and you know, that's where that's where I have like some of the best conversations with friends or with like my wife Yeah, is when we're watching a show, you know? Absolutely. So like it's it's a time and place, but I I agree. I think that it does give you a different level of fulfillment than just hanging out on the couch. So Mm -hmm. I, I I agree with that. Tom's a good peacemaker. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. For those of you sitting on the couch (laughs) listening to this, (laughs) it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, I think it is just like a balancing because like, you know, if you, mountain bike all the time well then that means you're having to give up something right like you're right. giving up relationships or you're giving up it's true you know something else so yeah yeah but i i agree with the you know something difficult makes it rewarding if it's mm-hmm. if it's hard if it challenges you there's a reward at the end of it for sure which sucks yeah. wouldn't it be nice if it was just like i feel so fulfilled that i just watched <laughs> yeah. like binged watch you know yes. stranger things or something <laughs> yeah it'd be so great yeah but you know there's a balance there but it was it was a great blessing to yeah. just have that come into my life and now i'm doing it got some friends into it as well and mm-hmm. now they're going after it and so it's pretty cool yeah well and I me like and ben that. me and ben talked uh even before we had the idea of having Landon come on, but we were like, we want to do some of these different activities. Yeah. And so yeah, man. that might be one of those things where we hit you up and you take us somewhere. Heck yeah. Cause we'll that'd do, be a good time. Uh, we'll go do sardine loop and I'll forget that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll go, we'll go up on the lift on snow base. There we go. That, okay. We can do that too. I'm good with that. We'll grab lunch at the top and then ride down. Yeah. But, that sounds nice. You know, anyways, it's awesome. Yeah. 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 I like it. Okay, so I guess the other question. So we had we had you talk about your first experience. Yep. Um, what was your worst experience with mountain biking? Was it also your first experience? Mm. I don't want to keep coming back to that experience, but <laughs> what was yeah, like the hardest? Yeah, I get it. I was out of shape. Okay, I'll old admit man it. kicked your trash. Take it easy, jeez. <laughs> um, like, no, I guess was... did you ever like you know like wreck and then it was like wrecked <laughs> your whole bike trip? Yeah. No, I mean the worst wreck I had was the one I talked about where yeah. I just like overshot totally just yard sailed like that was the worst wreck i had but again it was like i felt good because i crashed it was like i was doing something you know i can't crash on my cup yeah (laughs) that's kind of what i was after so it was like hey i biffed super hard and i was stoked to go home and tell my wife like i tried this huge jump and i totally yeah i pushed the limits yeah i was was pushing myself i did something different so uh, honestly, that wasn't even a bad experience. I thought it was a good time. It's a good mm. story. But, um, yeah, I would say, like, that was the worst. But that kind of got me hooked. And I was like, I could, like, this is good. I like this. Yeah. yeah. So and, it was more of a worst just because you weren't fully prepared for it, basically. Yeah, yeah pretty much. But, I mean, you got to jump in at some point, right? For so sure. I just went for it. But I would say some of the best experiences I've had were, you know, I just I got one of my buddies and 
you know, he bought a bike and it was just like, Hey man, every Saturday morning, let's go, let's go to a new trail as much as we can and just try to explore this area and find new spots. And we went on one trail and there was just like this huge bull moose around the corner. Dude, it was so scary. (laughs) This dude was huge. And we're like, well, if he comes for us, we're dead because we're going uphill and he's faster than we are. Yeah. Um, but it was like to get that experience and it just like connects you with nature. And I'm sure you guys would have loved it just because, you know, hunting and all the yeah. outdoors, you just appreciate those animals and the creatures out there. And so, yeah. you know, getting well, that exposure as well is pretty fun. Well, and that's something that we've talked about. We've talked about like, because you're talking about this uphill. It's brutal. Uh-huh. You're going oh, yeah. uphill. You're like, if this moose wanted to, it could catch us. Oh, yeah. Like, we've talked about that. Oh, yeah. These freaking animals, I don't know how they live out there. They're oh, standing man. on like a 90-degree freaking oh, straight-down yeah. cliff, yeah. and they're just standing. Uh-huh. Not even sweating it. Every day. Yeah. It's their everyday life. And then if they want to, they turn and they run straight uphill. Yep. Full speed. Oh, yeah. No problems. Yeah. It's crazy. It's frustrating. Yeah. They probably... <laughs> that moose is probably watching us just like rookies. You guys He's like, are, really? You're in... You're in <laughs> one low yeah it's like and you're breathing super hard like really guys uh yeah and that's super cool too it's like it's so humbling anything with the outdoors you're going into some wild country yeah and there are some crazy animals that that Mm -hmm. is just their day-to-day they live in that stuff yeah that is their that morning commute is up this freaking 90 degree (laughs) their morning commute yeah that's just what it is and so it's cool to have opportunities to step into their world yeah and experience some of that like that's that's one of my favorite things i think about archery hunting yeah um especially elk because it's so intimate i remember the first time that tom came with me archery hunting you were you were hunting yourself but you tagged along and you'd been rifle hunting for a long time and you were like, this is incredible. Like, this is so different well, because we could awesome. smell them. Like, yeah, you I was going like, to say, oh, we man. didn't see anything, but like you walk through a bed and you're like, that is a different smell. Like, yeah, I've never so smelled crazy. that before and I've that's hunted for awesome. years, you know? Like, you're yeah. stepping into their world completely and it's so, so it's so cool. It's, it's, it is humbling yeah. of how incredible mother nature is oh, yeah. not, not just animals not just animals but just the terrain the mountain right. oh, you have yeah. to have a respect for a mountain yeah you know when you're mountain oh, yeah. biking yeah when it's kicking your butt and you're only like a quarter of the way through your ride yeah. and you're just like dang man but that's the beauty of it is like you got to try and conquer that and overcome that yeah like, it's cool and so yeah. go ahead Tom. Oh, i was gonna say so as far as like um in your experience if someone wanted to like get in shape for mountain biking yeah what would what would be like a good exercise like regimen for them question. to follow? Or is it just mountain bike? I would say yeah. buy a mountain bike and start riding it. Yeah, like honestly, that's, that's, just get into it. Yeah, just do it. And the the key, honestly, is ride your bike. It sounds dumb. It's like, yeah, of course, I'm gonna ride my bike mm-hmm. after I go spend a good amount of money and get into this thing, but. Um, I bet like 90% of the people that went and bought bikes during coronavirus thing, like they're collecting dust in their garage. Yeah. They probably rode them twice and got busy, yeah. you know? And so you do have to set time aside and you've got to commit, but that's what I would say. Like, that's why I progressed as fast as I did and got to do all those other rides is because mm-hmm. it was like, I just made a commitment. I was like, I'm going to ride three times a week, regardless. I don't care what's going to happen. Like I'm going to do it. And that was the best exercise. I mean, after a week, I was able to go back to that first trail and go through it. 
Yeah. yeah. So, you so it's know. just getting comfortable with your equipment. Yeah. I mean, you could go run a couple miles before you get on a bike, but you're going to get on a bike and it's going to be exhausting. Yeah. You know? And so the best way to do it's just Ride pull the bike. trigger, go for it. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. So when you, we might move away from bikes in a little bit here, sure. but sure. when you were first getting into it, we've talked about some of the the trail forks yeah and some of those trail forks some of strava <laughs> strava some of those resources yeah um but I, i'm guessing you probably didn't use those when you were first starting out was it more of a youtube thing was yeah. there anyone that you followed yeah. to kind of well you, you said t- you, you mentioned your uncle. uncle yeah yeah so so he was a good resource and he just told me of resources so here you go i mean mm. There's a there's a channel on YouTube called GMBN. 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 It's these guys from, I don't know, like Great Britain or something. And yeah. they're out there and they just give such solid instruction and tutorials on like, here's how you shift when you go up a mountain. Mm-hmm. Seems pretty easy. But once you're out there, you're like, okay, there actually is technique to this thing. Yeah. Um, here's how to break. Here's how to body position. Here's how to ride down a steep hill. Here's how to do a drop and a corner. And, you know, they give you all that technique. So I'd highly recommend looking those guys up. G-M-B-N? Yeah. I think it stands for Global Mountain Bike Network. Cool. Is what it stands for. Uh, Those guys are awesome. They'll teach you everything from just like super basic to how to clear a tabletop or how to do a gap jump. And Mm -hmm. like, you know, they cover everything. Cool. That's cool. And so that's a great resource. That's honestly like all I used yeah. when I started. I just watched YouTube videos every night. Yeah. My wife was sick of it. She's like, really? You just watch like mountain bike YouTube? <laughs> like that's the most boring thing ever. But to me, it was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I'm going to go do this tomorrow. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go try this skill and implement it. Mm-hmm. And so it was pretty cool. So that's a great resource. Um, yeah, I would follow those guys for sure. And they give you like tech tips, how to you know, fix your chain or change your brakes or maintain your bike as well. That's a big part of it that we haven't even touched. <laughs> yeah. <And> we, <laughs> we could go on and on about that stuff, but there's just like so much to it. That's so fun to like learn a new skill, learn that hobby, just like someone getting into hunting. Right. Yeah. There's just like so much to it. Right. Yeah. Um, anyways, so, but you don't have to know all of it to get started. That's right. the beauty. Right. It's like, you just start, start riding and you just learn as you go. Yeah. And, and there's resources. The yeah, absolutely. There's resources. We've talked Available. about this before. If you yep. want to learn a new hobby, if you want to learn a new skill, there's resources. Right. You just have yeah. to look and put in the effort to do it. But there's a million different resources. So that's yeah. that's good to know. Yeah. It's um, great. I it's guess good question. I, I, just uh, probably, I don't know if this is my final question about mountain biking, but yep. we talked about like the beginning, like the basics, like yep. these are the bare necessities that you need. Right, right. I kind of just want you to briefly touch on like the luxuries. So like okay. the things that yeah. like you got now that you're into a little bit more. Yeah. But it's like, no, you don't need it, but it sure makes your experience but It better. sure is nice to have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's a good question too. I would say the thing I loved the most that I got was like, uh, I mentioned the dropper post. Mm-hmm. Technically, you don't have to have it. Like yeah. you can buy a bike without one and you can get to the top and you can loosen up your seat and drop it and then tighten it back up and go and you're fine. But that was like a huge luxury to me. <laughs> when I yeah. rode with other guys, it would be like, I'd get to the top, drop my seat and go. Yeah. And I'd turn around and be like, where'd they go? They're like, oh, I got to adjust my seat or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
losers. <laughs> yeah, losers, Jeep. Come on. Hey, come whoever's on. riding with Landon, you're a loser. <laughs> Try and keep up. No. <laughs> no he's great. He's Unless good. Unless you have a dropper post. He bought a dropper post. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I convinced him. We're like, we're good to go. Um, <laughs> okay, you're cool now. <laughs> yeah, so that was a, that's a nice luxury. And then there's other things. Um, when you're riding, you get flat tires. Sometimes yeah. you're riding rocky terrain. You'll puncture your tire on a stick or whatever. Um, and so one thing that's really nice is having tubeless tires. Mm. Um, you can kind of look into that, but pretty self-explanatory. They make these, the wheels and tires so that you don't have to carry a tube and you just fill it with sealant. Mm. Um, it's a super cheap upgrade. I think like 10 bucks at your bike shop if your tires already tubeless and everything, but, um, they just fill it up and it's like, you don't get punctures as often when you do, you just throw in a tube. And the luxury tool is like a CO2, like a mini CO2. Yeah. And you just stick it on the tire, pull the trigger, and just... And it just blows it up. Your tire's good to go. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty sweet. That's a cool luxury to have. Um, I would say a need, though, is like carry a tube and a hand pump mm-hmm. in your pack for yeah. sure. Like you got to have that um, at all times. You don't want to be that guy on the side of the trail like three Walking. miles in pushing your bike. I was that dude once and I was pissed because I gave my tube to someone else. And then I popped my tire and I was like, whatever, dude, whatever. Uh, I'm just walking. Yeah. I walked two miles out to my pickup and went and bought a tube the next day. But anyways, so it's like, you know, just having that, those are some essentials, but the luxury is like when you have that CO2, it's just, you have it, you're good to go in like two minutes. Right. Right. Um, and there's, I would say, like the luxuries in mountain biking don't, you don't need a whole lot of gear, honestly. So it kind of um, more comes from more expensive bikes. Yeah, it's more of components. like the components piece of things and like the tires that you buy. You can get, you know, $20 tires or you can get $80 tires that mm-hmm. are just like super grippy and you can tell the difference. And so, gotcha. Um, things like that. That's where the luxuries come in is when you're like upgrading your, your bike. And your drivetrain, meaning like your chain and pedals and yeah. the the shifting mechanisms, things like that. Hmm. Um, but the luxuries, yeah, having a padded chamois. wow for your bum. <laughs> That's a luxury right there. I would highly encourage that. But So, yeah. yeah, so you're saying a hand pump and a tube, you're bringing a bag with you, your backpack every time you go? Yeah. yeah. What else do you have in that? Um, I usually carry... Excedrin, <laughs> yeah, because or is it Excedrin? Is that the one that's like a painkiller or something? Yeah. I don't know if you get migraines or something. That's what I do. Oh Some yeah, caffeine yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah, just pop that in. I know like Mountain Ops has great stuff, right? Yeah. So plug know, for Mountain Ops. Yeah, we plug have for Mountain Ops right there. Like <laughs> if you've got a pack or something like that that you can put in your water and just pound that, like that's mm-hmm. a big deal. Um, and then I just have like a tool pack that has a multi-tool and they make them custom for mountain bikes. Hmm. And so they have like certain Allen sizes for a wrench. So you have Allen keys that are like specific sizes to mountain bikes kind of a thing. So that's really nice. And then they have tools on that multi-tool that like you can swap your chain out or like take a link out if you break your chain. Mm -hmm. I had to do that a couple times and just like when you're in the middle of the trail, you're not going to carry a chain with you because it right. adds extra weight that you don't really need. So it's important. You can just like pop out a link, put it back together. Mm. You're back on the trail ready to go. Yeah. Um, so that's nice to have. Um, 
and I try to pack light, honestly, because, you know, you don't want to have a ton of weight, but that's definitely like essentials. You got to have that stuff when you go out, you got to have a tube, got to have some kind of pump or a CO2. Um, they have like, uh, tire tools as well. You got to have those. Um, and then a multi-tool, like those are the basics, everything else, you know, I have water. I just have a camelback that I ride with Mm -hmm. and then a water bottle cage. Yeah. Um, and that's mostly it. And then a light flashlight. I definitely recommend carrying one of those. Yeah. I've gotten a little for those nighttime ride outs. I got in over my head a couple times and I'm like, (laughs) Oh, I can make it before it gets dark. Yeah. Then it gets dark real quick (laughs) and you're like, Oh crap. We've talked about that before. So, like yeah. the important things we have in our packs and like a headlamp is one of our number one things. <laughs> you got it. Yeah, I've got I've now got yeah. I think two just because. Yeah. yeah. Because what if the batteries die? Yeah. And then I have extra battery but like yeah. Yeah. You need to be able to see. You gotta be prepared in that regard. And then I have like uh, a tire kit to like plug holes as well. Mm. So say my tubeless pops, I put in a, a tube and that pops, then I have a plug. Yeah. that I can plug it with and ride out. If it keeps <laughs> happening, I'll just ditch my bike and leave. We'll walk and, out. <laughs> yeah, just get out. <laughs> um, anyways, that's another good thing to have on hand for sure. So, But other than that, I mean, you don't want to carry too much stuff, but you know, I'll, I'll always have a cliff bar or, yeah. or right. something like that in my backpack as well. Get to the top, have a cliff bar or, or a mountain ops bar or whatever you got there. Mm-hmm. And then shop for cotton outdoors.com. That's right. There you go. <laughs> for all your Shameless mountain ops plug names. there. But yeah. uh, seriously, that stuff's crucial to have. It is. Because uh, you get to the top and you have a headache or you feel exhausted and you've got four more miles to go. Yeah. It's like you want to be able to consciously think as you're going down this hill or this mountain. Yeah. Same thing with hunting. Like you don't want to be in a backcountry exhausted. Struggling. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's a. That's a good thing to have as well. Just yeah. some nourishment. For yeah, you. you still want to enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't want to be like starving and lightheaded and then you crash and then your day's super bad. Yeah. Yeah. Then you got to call your wife and be like, honey, I'm a loser. I didn't prepare. I'm not going to make it. Don't pick me up. Yeah. So anyways, that's good stuff to have though. That's a great question. Hmm. Well, I think I think that kind of wraps up our mountain biking conversation. Um, I think we're going to take a brief break. Yeah. And we'll come back and we're going to talk a little bit about snow machining if you're still up for Sweet. it. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. Okay. This, this might stuff. be another episode, so this might be the end. If so, thanks for listening. Yeah, if not, we'll listening. be back in a sec. <laughs> Sweet. I like it. <laughs>